Hey, it's time we jump into a little bit of sports talk. Sports Central, not off the wall, but I do wonder sometimes. Sports Central brought to you by People's Barbecue, which takes us right over to our host, Mark McCollum. So very much. We are so thrilled to be here today. Jenna, happy, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Mark. It's exciting. It's just us. So let's it's see, just us. Let's see it how feels these like, ratings go. It feels like the kids are here without the parent in the room, which is <laughs> actually like kind of crazy with calling Buckley a parent. Not too crazy, though. Because he's going to be. Because he's going to be a future dad. Yeah, yeah, so that's crazy. So congrats to him. We're going to try our best not to go completely off the wall today, although I'm sure at some point that will happen. <laughs> um, yeah, but let's jump right into it. No pun intended, because we're talking about Chelsea Williams, amazing. who is quite the jumper herself. Yes, amazing, amazing um, athlete. If you want to talk about Chelsea Williams and her update from the state championships last week. Yep, so Chelsea Williams wins two golds, um, and that's four medals. George Jenkins' girls finished state runner-up. So freshman Chelsea Williams um, was seated first in just one of her four events, but finished with two gold medals and two silver medals to lead the George Jenkins girls track team to a historic night. Williams, who won the 100-meter who won the 100-meter hurdles in the Class 2A meet as an 8th grader last year while at McKeel, won the long jump and the triple jump, then finished second in the long jump and triple jump. Nope. She finished second in the 100 <laughs> a lot, a lot hurdles. Of jumping. Yeah. No, she finished in the 100 <laughs> hurdles and the 300 hurdles in second place. So definitely, you know, all around four medals for her as a freshman. Two yeah. gold, two silver. Yeah, that's er, insane. You won silver. Yeah, it's, it's... And even last year as an 8th grader over at McKeel, winning... Winning it as an eighth grader—that's yeah, insane. She, I mean, she's beating eighteen-year-old girls. Yeah, and all, like it's it's. And something we noticed um, as we're kind of preparing for the Polk County Sports Awards mm-hmm. and being on that, and who's going to be nominated, and winning all these different categories. All these athletes in a few categories are freshmen and sophomores. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be having these same conversations the next few years yeah. as as who is going to be winning some of these different categories. But I mean, I guess it's, that's better than not having yeah. a conversation at all. Yeah. So, I, I would mean, much rather have to pick something than pick someone yeah. over having, ooh, who do we pick this right? year? <laughs> There's been no standouts. Uh, but Chelsea Williams, um, one of the many um, amazing standout athletes that we have here in the county. Um, and then George for George Jenkins as a team, uh, with its 4 by 400 team uh, grabbing an 8th place finish despite a uh, Howard runner, Jenkins finished as state runner-up uh, for the first time in school history on Saturday at the uh, 2022 Florida High School Athletic Association Girls Track and Field Championships over at the University of Florida. And overall, Polk County, uh, they crowned two state champions as Winter Haven sophomore Jaden Lippitt won the boys' triple jump. And then for team, um, otherwise, um, Lake Region senior Connor Legendary. Legend, legender? Legendary. It's a legendary yeah. last name. Uh, Tenorock freshman, man, Tahana South, mm-hmm. we'll go with. Yeah, we'll go And McKeel's Isaac Morrison were the only Polk County athletes to medal at the Class 2A meet uh, last Thursday, a week ago. So uh, shout out to Polk County athletes bringing home plenty of hardware. Yes, and I know for sure we have many, many Circle of Champion winners, which is amazing, which is very, very great. Puts a lot of work on my plate. Yes. But it's it's awesome to see, um, you know, she's not the only one that has won double medals. Um, you know, Zaria did as well. And then Zachary Holman out of um, Frostproof. He's an adaptive. Um, he won in shot put and javelin throw. That's really cool. Yeah. So he'll be also, you know, there being represented. And I remember in 2019, he had won, I believe, the 100, 200, and then the shot put again. So he, you know, he's he's definitely an athlete as well. That's amazing and up there. 
So just a huge congratulations to all of them, and I can't wait to celebrate them all. Yeah, that's been definitely an interesting uh, kind of point these last few weeks as we get ready for this Polk County Sports Awards coming up June 14th at the RP Funding Center, really diving into all the highlights mm-hmm. of the county, not just like sitting out, yes, here in Polk County, but they're going, representing at the state championship level mm-hmm. and uh, and winning, and winning a lot, yeah. Um, so not to dampen the mood. I was going to say, but how are you going to segue? <laughs> yes, not to dampen the mood, but we did have um, some of our uh, baseball teams uh, bow out at the uh, regional level. Uh, Lakeland Christian, uh, they unfortunately lost to the number two ranked Tampa Berkeley Prep as they powered their way uh, past fifth ranked Lakeland Christian eight to five on Tuesday, uh, courtesy of three home runs in the uh, Region Two final over at Vikings Field. Uh, so with the win, Berkeley's going to advance to the state semifinals on May 24th in Fort Myers. But it was second straight season. Berkeley eliminated Lakeland Christian from the postseason. Uh, mm. So a little rivalry budding there, it seems like. Yeah. Well, you know, they say that it's hard to beat a team three times. So mm. next year, there you go. when they match up yeah. again, boom. They're due. I feel it. In my They're bones. Due. Yeah. 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 So LCS, 22-6. and six, They narrowed the lead to 8-4 and four in the bottom of the fourth after a two-run double by Zach Lester and a two-run homer. By Brody Doné, but eventually, of course, it was not enough. But Lakeland Christian, um, still, it seems like almost every sport, they they go at least to the region finals, if not mm-hmm. to states. Uh, in 2019, they won the three state championship um, at Hammond Stadium, where the state championships are going to be held this year. Um, could not defend his ti- could not defend his title in 2020 uh, when the postseason was canceled uh, due to COVID-19. But Lakeland Christian, regardless, perennial uh, powerhouse it seems at the at the baseball level. Yep, and then kind of switching over to the other side of the county with Winter Haven. Unfortunately, um, Winter Haven was down by five runs near the end of the game, but the Blue Devils fall all the way back to tie the score in Tuesday's night um, Class 6A Region 3 baseball final. Melbourne, the number two ranked team in the Class 6A, um, will take on Doral Academy in the state final four semifinal game. Winter Haven finished its season 20-9, and so another spectacular season. Um, In the end, however, it was Melbourne – that made the final plays to remain perfect at home and advance the state tournament with a 7-5 victory. Winter Haven center fielder uh, Deshaun uh, Rogers was 2-for-3 with two RBIs. Third baseman Jalen Hairston was 2-for-3 with an RBI, and Taylor Burton was had a hit and two RBIs. Um, the biggest hit of the game for Winter Haven was Burton's two-run single with one out in the sixth inning that tied the score 5-5. Yeah, tough. Tough draw there when you have to go on the road mm-hmm. in that region final game. But still, Winter Haven putting up a great fight, uh, just unable to um, advance to the semifinal. But we're not going to end on a sour note. No, we're not. Jenna. Never. Because we just saw softball. We do, and they are doing and great. And when you have Red Oxy on your team, mm. you already have an advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bartow's offense uh, they sparked the 6-2 win behind Red Oxley in the circle over Vieira uh, this week, uh, which was huge for Bartow to get that offense because they mm-hmm. kind of had been struggling um, at the plate. Um, luckily, Red Oxley had Red Oxley. So right. if you have one run, you're usually going to have enough to win. Uh, but, of course, they scored six um, against Vieira. Uh, their coach said, I was very pleased because the last few games we haven't done enough offensively. Uh, we're not going to hit three or home runs and four doubles or things like that, but I thought tonight, for the most part, we had good at-bats. And it showed. I mean, they scored six runs. Um, and then when you had Red Oxley in the circle, uh, she retired 12 of the last 13 Vieira hitters that she faced, uh, 10 on strikeouts. She's incredible. It is. And not only is she a top pitcher in the county, but she's also a top hitter. 
Yeah. She's a top contender for, you know, even hitter of the year. So it's 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 wild. I mean, looking at her season stats, uh-huh. I mean, several no-hitters, several perfect games, several times where she struck out like 17, 18 yeah, batters everybody. in a row. Everybody, because I would be. She was terrified. striking out the parents too. Yeah, like everybody. Why as well? And, everyone grab a chair, <laughs> right? And it's so funny because I say this every time we talk about her. Is is and I mean it, it's awesome. She's so humble, you know. She's yeah. like, they're like, how are you so good? And she's like, no, like I, I just go out and play. Like she's, you know, it, and it's awesome to see at such a young age. She's very humble, and you know, she she takes it as a grain of salt. And she's like, yep, I'm gonna keep doing what I need to do. You know, that's how she kind of sees it. So yeah, really yeah. awesome for her. And we had her on Sports Central TV. I believe back in August, uh, mm. before um, their spring season started, of course, and just talking about her summer schedule and all the travel that she does throughout the summer. So mm-hmm. that, of course, when you're when you're playing year round, it almost is just kind of a continual habit, rhythm, process, whatever word you want to throw in there. Yeah. Um, that kind of leads to her success. Um, but yeah, right. Actually, one of the many uh, athletes we're going to be um, honoring and celebrating. Here in a few weeks, or RP Funding Center across the street. Excited. Also excited, Jenna, for spring football. Football is back for a moment. Kind of. Then it goes away again. Kind of. Then it comes back in full force in the fall. Can't wait. Uh, but we have had several schools and teams uh, competing in their spring games. Um, so schools have been playing their spring football games. Continues tonight. Haines City at Kathleen, Apopka at Lake Gibson, Lake Wales at Fort Myers, Discovery at Davenport, Tenorock at Brooksville Central, Liberty at Lake Region, and Celebration facing George Jenkins. So if you have missed football at all, plenty of opportunities to go out and uh, and see some and see some uh, football. 110,000%. Yeah. No place better. No place better. <laughs> um, so we mentioned the all, the all Sports Awards coming up. Mm-hmm. Um do you want to talk a little bit about, about that? That's a huge event we have coming up, annual event that mm-hmm. we're so excited about to have uh, back again. Yes, yeah, so each year we have a giant event called the um, Polk County All Sports Awards, and this is where we um, honor and celebrate all the great athletes throughout Polk County. Um, we celebrate the coaches of the year, athletes of the year for all of their different, you know, time frames, so fall, spring, um, and winter. We also do Circle of Champions, so anyone that has won a championship, we also honor them. Um, as well as all sports awards. So those are kind of um, awards that were voted on through a committee um, and for, you know, different reasons. And we also celebrate them. So it's a huge night of just celebrating just really, really great people around Polk County. So I'm very, very excited. And it's, yes, like you said, it's June 14th. Uh, 6.15 is when um, doors, or the actual event starts. 5.45 is when doors open. Uh, is that open to the public? Yes. So yeah. if you would like to, you know, come and join and celebrate with all of us, Please give us a call at our office or please send me an email. It's just Jenna at visitcentralflorida.org. <laughs> she loves right? getting emails. I do. Loves getting voicemails as well. Oh, that's my that's favorite. That's one of her favorite parts of the day. Mm-hmm. So I've been told. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a Hall of Fame as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, duh. <laughs> yes. And then, then at the very end, we induct, we're inducting five people, five very great, great and um, honorable people into our Polk County Hall of Fame. So that's going to be really exciting. And I'm not going to give that away. No. I mean, some people might know who no. they are, but I'm not. I'm no. not going to spoil that. You no, know? you can't spoil that. Nope, not yet. We're not going to spoil the second segment either. Come back and join us when we return here on Sports Central Talk Radio at 96.7. Hey, right now, though, we are talking sports in Sports Central. Sports Central is brought to you by Days in Lakeland. And let's get back to it. Sports Central with Mark and Jenna. 
Let's get back to it, Jenna. Here we are. Very excited. Yeah. <clears throat> Good day so far? Awesome day. Couldn't complain. You had a great day. Haircut yesterday. You're looking great. Thank you. Yeah. Not I, more than, I mean, more than usual, but you always look great, but hard. You keep digging a hole. I this stumbled in this. <laughs> this is not good. It's okay. We can segue into something that is good, and that is your alma mater. Well, our alma maters. Well, yes. But yes. First, we're going to talk about yours. Okay. <laughs> yes. But yeah, been a big uh, week for Southeastern and Weber International, representing the Sun Conference in Polk County, uh, as both their baseball and softball teams advanced to the NAI World Series uh, yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're both competing in the opening round, different opening round sites. Um, so if you're not familiar, teams qualify for the NAI opening in baseball and softball. They qualify for the opening round. And then if you, it's double elimination. So if you lose twice, you are done. Mm-hmm. Um, but both Weber and Southeastern, for both baseball and softball, they advanced, They won their opening round site. Uh, first time in history, I think, the Sun Conference has two teams for both baseball and softball going to the World Series. I mean, that's, that's totally awesome for not only the NAI, but the Sun Conference and Weber and Southeastern. Because obviously we know, you know smaller schools, um, but it's great to see that their athletes are thriving and, you know, creating a great name not only for their universities, but for Polk County as well. Um, hopefully that attracts, you know, even better recruits and coming in and having really, yeah. really strong teams year after year. So super, super excited for them. And Southeastern and Warner, or Southeastern and Weber softball. I did it earlier too. It's, right? it's, it's tough. <laughs> Southeastern um, and Weber softball, they both, they played two games yesterday. They lost yeah. their first one. Yeah. And then came back and beat the team again. Yeah. And that's how they were both able to move on. So a huge congratulations and shout out to, both of those amazing teams. Yeah, and we'll dive uh, more into those details as we progress uh, through this segment. But starting with Southeastern Baseball, uh, they ran its opening round win streak to 12 by sweeping the Upland uh, bracket hosted by Taylor University with a 9-5 win over fourth-seeded Bryan in Thursday's night championship game. Uh, Bryce Moyle got the start for Southeastern, his first start since February 8th. He went six innings, allowing just one run on one hit with a season-high 10 strikeouts, uh, walked just one batter to improve to 3-0 in the season. Uh, And then for softball, uh, as you mentioned, they lost their first game but responded uh, in a big-time way with a 3-2 victory in Game 2 after a walk-off sacrifice fly by Erica Stahl ending Game 2 with all three of the Fire's RBIs. Oh, she was on on fire. She was on fire. (laughs) Yeah. She she knew what she was doing, representing her team, her school. Right. Uh, Well, yeah. So the World Series will take place May 26th to June 1st at South Common Softball Complex in Columbus, Georgia. I believe the first game of that World Series is already set. I think there's going to be there's several opening rounds. I'm not sure how many teams are in the World Series, but Weber and Southeastern are going to play each other they in are. that first game. Which is, you know, I hope I hope that they both play very very well. But it's sad to know that if one of them loses, that means one of them could have a higher chance of going home. Yeah. Um. So you know, obviously, best of luck to both teams. However, the yeah. the the cookie may crumble. Definitely but. one of great analogy. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely one of the most more intriguing uh, matchups. I'm sure they are at the World Series. Mm-hmm. All the teams. I mean, if they're there. They're amazing. But Weber Southeastern, they play each other this year. They, they play know, each other every year. Yeah, you they know? they know they're very familiar with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out. Uh, but moving on, um, some other kind of sad news. Still a good season for Florida Southern women's lacrosse. Uh, but Jenna, their season ended. Yep, the number 10 Florida Southern College women's lacrosse team saw their season end on Sunday against the top-ranked team in the country, Queens University of Charlotte. 
um, in the second round of the 2022 NCAA Division II lacrosse, Women's Lacrosse Championship. Um, Abby McFerrin uh, paced the Moccasins' attack with five goals, while she finished with six total points, adding one assist. Uh, Haley Delano. Delio. Uh, Delio. Okay, sure. yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, notched, Her two. Her two. <laughs> <laughs> notched three goals ahead of um, Lizzie Lynch's two goals. Three other FA... FA I cannot talk today. Mocks. Yes. Uh, yeah. Three other Three mocks. mocks. Yeah. <laughs> Players notched a goal in the game um, with Madison Terre, Ellie Griffin, and Sammy Grossi um, finding the back of the net. Yeah, great season for both the men's and women's Florida Southern uh, lacrosse teams. Unfortunately, coming up short of, of I'm sure, where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but great season regardless. Then, Jenna, talk to us about your alma mater. Perfect. <laughs> More so than we already have. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, for softball, obviously, similar similarly to um, Southeastern, um, they lost their first game to William Carey, but followed it up with a 5-1 win um, in Game 2 to clinch their World Series appearance. The Warriors entered the championship game 2-0, meaning the Crusaders would need to beat them twice in order to advance. Game 1 would prove to be a pitching duel with number 6 William Carey taking the first game after a grueling 12 innings. Weber would bounce back in Game 2, defeating the Crusaders 5-1 to to advance to the NAIA Softball World Series. So, the like we said before, the Warriors are now preparing for the World Series, and that's taking place in Columbus, Georgia, at the South Common Softball Complex yeah. against Southeastern. So, yeah. redundant, but everyone knows now. We got all our bases covered right, here, we, for sure. Oh, that was good. Oh, I didn't even know I did wow. that. Wow. Look at me. Look at me go. Um and then for Warner Baseball, they also made the NAI opening round uh, with an at-large bid out of the Sun Conference. So another another school uh, representing Polk County extremely well. Uh, but unfortunately, they came their season end to a came to a lot. Man, See, I'm trying, something I'm in trying here. to say so many different statements <laughs> in one, and it came out as complete gibberish. Right. Um, but they lost their first two games, so they were eliminated. They lost four two to the University of Cumberland, and then a six five loss to Madonna University. Oh, but still a great, great season by a great program. We had two uh, people involved with their program come on Sports Central TV um, not too long ago. Talk about their season, different programs they have over there. Um, so just great people. Another great person from Warner in a, our office. I was going to say, we have a great alumni from yeah. Warner. Tyler Cruz. Tyler, David, Gary, Cruz. Yes. On the left. All of those, all of those all names. Of them, you could call them yeah. all of them. Yeah. There's so many different personalities, too. Yeah. <laughs> right? With no, all but of those. Like, you know, he played baseball as well. So, obviously, they're doing well. So, great things on the field and, and off, off the, the field, field. Right? They have great post, post-career um, outlooks for them. That, that was really good. I hope Thank Tyler's you. listening because wow. he'll love that. We're so affirmative today. We are. I love it. Uh, um, we're amazing. But, yeah, so the World Series kind of acts as the same way as the opening round does. Double elimination. So as you mentioned before, Southeastern Weber softball, uh, they'll play each other. So if one of them lose, well, if one of them lose, one of them will lose. <laughs> right. uh, one of them will lose, but their their season won't be done. Uh, they'll have opportunities to continue in the um, not losers bracket, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Since they like lost, that. so they're in the losers bracket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that makes more sense. Um, but yeah, when we come back, much more to talk about. Much more. Uh, pro sports talking about uh, big news for the magic um, Rays, tigers all that and more when we come back on sports central talk radio 96.7 hollywood signs brings you sports central sports central you can hear that every friday every thursday afternoon from five to six and it's right here on talk radio 96.7 
today's host, Mark McCollum. Eric, thank you so much. Not looking forward to the weekend. A little near a skip a day, Eric. You almost Friday? You weren't supposed to notice. Oh. <laughs> we didn't. Never mind. We didn't. As I was. Yep. As, as I were. was. Eric mm-hmm. is always perfect. Yes. And that continues today. <laughs> uh, but yes. with disaster, that's me. Uh, that's our that's our everyday. Right. Eric. We're Believe always putting that line. Believe you me. Especially with <laughs> Ryan Buckley in our office. Oh. Please. <laughs> what an amazing um start to this to right. this segment. What amazing guy. No, yeah, Buckley's yeah, 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 awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Now moving on to the race. Perfect. See, Speaking of another awesome um thing here in in, in Florida. Uh the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Great segue. Yes, yes. <laughs> Off to a rocking start. Uh, the Rays at 23-15. and 15, uh, They lost the first game against the Detroit Tigers earlier this week, but they uh, wrapped up the series with two wins, uh, including yesterday's 6-1 to one win. They're now four and a half games back. Uh, actually, I think it might be four games back because the Yankees lost today uh, to my Baltimore Orioles. You know, Jenna, wow. I find a way every single week to get them in there because um, I want to. Wait, in our very own Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini, yes. yes. Oh, look at all these connections. I know. Uh, Trey Mancini. Uh, are we allowed to say this? I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at us. Anyway. Uh, edit that uh, out. To find out, to find out <laughs> what happened to Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles. Nothing bad. No. Uh, all good things. But you have to come to the Polk County Sports Awards to find out mm-hmm. um, our Trey Mancini news. Little, little another, another plug there. Right. Ooh, for the All Sports Awards. That was Awards. a good one. Yeah. Perfect. Another um, excited. Anyway, back to the Rays. They have a day off today uh, before traveling to Baltimore. Another another Orioles reference uh, for three games in against the Orioles this weekend. Uh, knowing my team, they'll probably pick up three more wins. The Rays will. Um, oh, yes, I thought you meant the Orioles. I was like, eh. yeah, we have been in a rough fashion lately, but not as rough as our next one. Oh wow! I that's. Do you want to go? Go uh, ahead. It's, it's, you know, I'm no, not going to no, no, pick no, up it, that. It, it, it's just honestly, they're thirteen and twenty-five. Wow! Don't yell at me. <laughs> Don't yell at me, please. <laughs> no, um, but I'm a huge Tigers fan, so you know it is what it is. But after their series against the Rays, they take on the Cleveland Guardians after a day off today. Um, after a rough start, the Tigers are starting to put it together with five wins in their past um, last ten days. So yeah. that promising. So promising. yes, they're coming together, a young team. Um, as we mentioned often with the Orlando Magic, we'll get to here in a second. Um, but a lot of young talent on Detroit, so just a matter of time before they kind of come together. Really, I think with baseball, now I am not I am not an expert, but it seems that with experience, with anything else, um, you're just gonna get more comfortable in what mm-hmm. you're doing, more confident. Um, so I'm sure because they have the talent. I mean, they're one of the top farm systems, one of the top young teams in baseball. So they have the talent. Uh, just a matter of kind of putting it all together, yeah. kind of finding the right mix For um, sure. before they really start to take off. Uh, next week, Detroit takes on. Uh, the first place Minnesota Twins, who lead Detroit by nine games in the AL Central. Uh, Minnesota with a 22 and 16 record. Detroit, uh, as of now, they are at 13 and 25. So, still plenty of time left. Long season, 162 game season for baseball. Um, so, still plenty of time for Detroit to get back in the mix, not only in the division but in the wild card race. I did want to mention this for baseball. A really kind of crazy, unique something I've never seen before. Um, happen with the Cincinnati Reds. Did you see this earlier this week? No. <laughs> they they lost one nothing in a game in which they threw a no hitter. So they didn't allow any hits. But they walked guys, they had errors and they allowed people allowed a run to score 
and they lost. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that? How would you feel if you're the pitching staff who put together that no-hit performance <laughs> and you did not win? Are you okay? Yeah. I the, micro- my- the microphone attacked you there for I a know, second. I hit my face on the microphone. <laughs> getting into it. No, but, oh, gosh, that's that's hard to hear, especially when it's 1-0 and, oh, man. Yeah, crazy. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, really? They had, they had a no-hitter and they lost? <laughs> I mean, that's something I never thought I would right? say. Right? That's like an oxymoron. Or C, yeah. Right? Um, but then moving on to the NBA. They're in the postseason right now, but they just mm-hmm. had their draft lottery, uh, which will happen here in a couple months. And the Orlando Magic made news. They got the number one overall pick in that lottery. So they'll be picking first in the NBA draft. First pick um, out of a talent of players from, from college and other amateur areas. Yes, and hopefully, talking to Hans today, um, yeah. he was saying that most, you know, Pretty much all of the first draft picks that they got have been either Hall of Famers or probably going into the Hall of Fame. So hopefully yeah. it's only you know up from here yeah, for so them. Speaking speaking of those uh, previous number one overall picks, um, one of those have you heard of this guy Shaquille O'Neal? I've heard a little bit yeah. about him. Yeah, I yeah. think he turned out to be a pretty good player. Maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, another one, Dwight Howard. Mm, from the Office. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm just no, that's, yes. that's Ryan Howard and Dwight Schrute. Dwight right? K. Schrute. No. Yeah, from Shrewd Farms. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not an office show. Uh, not yet. Um, so Shaquille O'Neal, Dwight Howard. And then in 1993, they had the first overall pick, they picked Chris Webber, but traded his draft rights to the Golden State Warriors for Penny Hardaway. But Penny Hardaway was a good pick, or a good player as well. Um, so when the Magic had the number one overall pick, um, it seems to turn out pretty, pretty well, well for them. Yeah. Um, last year, they drafted Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga with a top five pick. His teammate, well, they were teammates in high school, went to the same college. Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga mm-hmm. could be a number one overall pick this year. Oh, yes, 100%. So that could be an interesting, uh, interesting take there right. if Orlando picks um, Jalen Suggs' former high school teammate. They won they won back-to-back-to-back state championships, I think, when they were in high school. So uh, might get their, their mojo going again Hopefully, over in Orlando. But, yeah, as you mentioned, um, it would be great news for Lakeland Magic fans as well. Mm-hmm. Always exciting getting new talent coming to the area, um, and we'll see who the Magic take here in a couple weeks. Uh, but, Jenna, give us another NBA update. We're in the Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals. Uh, what's happening? So, on the Eastern side, Miami took a 1-0 lead over Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals with their 118-107 to game um, in, for Game 1. Game 2 is tonight at 8.30 in Miami. Um, interesting to look at the attendance of the Heat in the P- Florida Pan- Panthers playoff games. Heat is a sellout crowd compared to a few empty seats at the Panthers games. And I heard that's a big, big deal. That is interesting because yeah. and it's also a tough, just tough break because they're both hosting these games on the same night. Mm-hmm. So you have to pick, of course, the Florida Panthers is down in Sunrise, Florida, um, in the same same area as mm-hmm. Miami. Um, so fans, unfortunately, have to pick which game they're going to. Um, but still, I mean, great. At least, you know, at least it, yeah. think about it. Two teams in the same city, yeah. you know, which is Both awesome. Both in a so. great spot to advance yeah. far in the playoffs. And if you ask Buckley, the Florida Panthers are going to win the whole thing. Oh, yeah. 110%. He says the Panthers are going to win in six games. He's going to need them to win tonight <laughs> against the Lightning. And what if um, they lose? Oh, he's getting a text. So his prediction was, and he got the first game right. He predicted the Lightning would win game one. Mm-hmm. But then he said the Panthers are going to win game two and three. Lightning will win game four, and the Panthers win the rest of the way. So he's still in a position to be right. Hmm. I I hope he's not, though. Uh, I hope he's not either. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I have no, I have no take in this. <laughs> I, I have no, I've got no skin in this game. Mm. So neither do I. Whatever happens, happens. I hope for a great story. It was so fun to watch that game one though. It was playoff hockey very, is something very good. else. It is. It's yeah. something that you know is you know when they hit each other into those boards. Like, mm. How are you still standing? I would have been crying. Yeah, I know. I, there I, was a hit. There was a hit. Um, I almost said mid court, mid ice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, man, I. I'd probably die. Yeah. The one guy hit the other guy, and he literally started, like, falling off of his skates and wow. just slipping onto the ice. I'm like, pain after pain You know what would be pain. really entertaining? What? Listening to us do commentary for a hockey game. Oh. we have no idea what we're talking that about. That would be funny. Yeah. Color commentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to the NBA. We are kind of going off the wall. Kind of bouncing around the wall. Not off the wall. Bouncing around the wall. Around it. We're still <laughs> yeah. talking about Florida. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Florida, in the Western Conference, uh, with the Dallas Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors, um, they're in the Western Conference Finals as well. Golden State took a 1-0 series lead over the Dallas Mavericks, winning last night 112-87. to They kept Luka Doncic in check for the Dallas Mavericks, only 20 points, and that was going to be a big storyline for Golden State. Could they stop Luka Doncic? He's got kind of been carrying uh, the Mavericks so far this postseason um, and then for the Warriors, much more balanced attack on offense. Seth Curry, of course, leading the Warriors, 21 points. Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole each had 19. Uh, so we'll see how the rest of the series plays out. Uh, their second game, I believe, is tomorrow night, again, in Golden State. Um, but, Jenna, we are not done. We've got one more segment to go. Probably our best segment, I think. Oh, it's going to be great. We're going to talk more local sports, more local events. Uh, and so much more when we come back on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. We've got Sports Central for you. Fourth and final segment of Sports Central coming up, brought to you by the Hampton Inn Winter Haven. Your hosts are Mark and Jenna. Thank you, Eric. Done, but not quite yet. Did that make any sense? Not really. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. It didn't really. Dang. It's okay. I I, we all knew what you kind of meant. Maybe. <laughs> Dang. Really <laughs> feeling uh, the love here in the studio, but don't, don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see, so now it just seems weird. Nice going. Um, nice going. We can't start over. <laughs> so the Florida Tropics. Uh, right? We're talking lo- <laughs> local pro sports. We've talked all all uh, show today about how. I didn't touch you. Okay. Let it be on the record that I did not touch Jenna. <laughs> Eric, did you get that? Do I have to come in there? <laughs> right. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. Here in a second. Uh, but the Florida Tropics. Um, we've we've talked all show. I almost touched you again. We've talked all show. We've talked all show uh, about all the amazing athletes and teams here in Polk County. Uh, that extends to pro level as well. Florida Tropics, unfortunately, um, they made it all the way to the finals they in, did. for the indoor uh, league. Uh, didn't come up with the title. Uh, they lost 4-3 against the San Diego Sockers after digging an early hole. Um, last Sunday, goals by Victor Perez made it 4-2-2 in the second quarter. Uh, San Diego took a 3-2 lead into the half, but Ricardinho tied it for the Tropics again early in the third before Craig uh, Chili's. <laughs> Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, got the game winner for San Diego at the 6-19 mark of the third, uh, but Tropics not done. Um, they will continue their outdoor season, UPSL, uh, this Saturday, Lake Myrtle Sports Complex in Auburndale with a 6 p.m. kickoff against Naples City FC. Super exciting. But I know, you know, San Diego's a great, great team. Yeah, so. they're kind of like 
the dynasty yeah. in that league. They've won uh, numerous occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Florida, who is pretty still fairly young yes. in their in their existence, uh, for them to put up that good of a fight is just promising for their for their future. Hope hopefully they can bring home uh, the trophy next year. Then kind of switching gears to a completely different discipline. We have the Lakeland Flying Tigers. Discipline, good word. Thank you. Yep. Who are currently 13 and 19. The Lakeland Flying Tigers return home this week and has won the first two of six games against the Jupiter Hammerheads. I love, I love minor league team names. Yeah, it's They're amazing. always great. The San Diego Soccers, the Florida Tropics, Lakeland Flying Tigers. Right? Like not even like crawling tigers, like flying. Yeah. <laughs> the, <Okay>. crawling, <laughs> the crawling tigers. Yeah. Short Not very fierce, <laughs> the crawling tigers. Shortstop Manuel Secura um, went three for five with four RBIs in Lakeland's five-eight uh, win on Tuesday. Starting pitcher Garrett Burhan impressed as well, striking out nine batters in six innings of work and allowing just one earned run. Um, promotions almost every night. Um, tonight is going to be the night drink specials. Fireworks on Saturday and Sunday brunch in uh, I, the series finale. I think I typed that wrong. I don't think it's night drink specials. I think it's just drink specials. Oh. What's a night drink? I don't know. Just you wrote it. Just... <sighs> Throw me under the bus. <laughs> Darn it. That's why we got to get these interns on. They're writing these scripts again. Ugh. Uh, anyway, um, Lake- next week, Lakeland splits splits seven games against the Tampa Tarpons uh, with the final three at home Friday through Sunday. So more opportunities to go check out the Flying Tigers uh, on the weekend with all the promotions. Especially seeing the fireworks on Saturday. Always a good time. Right at the ballpark. Camping on with some fireworks. Cannot, cannot go wrong. And it's almost fireworks season, so yeah. exciting. Speaking of fireworks, boy, do we have a plethora of events that bring all the fireworks, not literally, <laughs> um, but fireworks to the county. For sure. Jenna, what are some events we have coming up? So coming up May 28th to the 29th, we have the YBOA Summer Slam that is Youth Basketball of America, and that is going to be a basketball event at the Advent Fieldhouse in Winter Haven. Um, and then next kind of crossing the county, we have the Memorial Weekend Classic. That's Prospect Wire. Baseball will be played at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex, Northeast Regional Park, and Chain of Lakes. Um, that is also May 28th to the 31st. Then another softball event down in Bartow. Yeah, busy day. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Right. We have a, um, the NSA Memorial Day tournament, a lot of Memorial Day weekend tournaments, so that's great to see. Um, softball is at Bartow Softball Complex in Christina Park, so split between uh, Bartow and Lakeland. Yeah. And then we have the YBOA Boys States um, that is coming June 3rd and June 5th, and that is also with the Advent Fieldhouse. Um, this is a tournament um, to kind of name their Boys State champion. Yeah, so many events, especially as we go into June in these summer months. Mm-hmm. It is insane how many events that we have coming to the county. Just being at the uh, Sport and Special Events Committee meeting earlier this morning, um, so many events, uh, such a great sign uh for the county. I mean, right here, June 4th through 5th, we have three events. We have ODP training at FYSA. We have the USFA uh, State Warm-Ups, which is United States Fast Pitch Association. And then we have Florida Half Century 60s Tournament as well. So, I mean, it's book, you know, diamonds are books. So if you're a baseball, softball lover, definitely get out to these games. Yeah, and I was thinking earlier, kind of going through um, our calendar, so many softball events. Um and that just goes to show the talent that is just moving through the county mm-hmm. all the way up to the collegiate level with Southeastern and Weber yeah. uh, going on to the NAIA World Series. Um, and then continuing on throughout June, um, more softball, USFA, their state championship, June 10th through the 12th, uh, softball at the Auburndale Softball Complex, Bartow Softball Complex, and Christina Park. Um, more Diamond Sports Battle of the Border, uh, a Freedom Adult Softball event. 
uh, adult softball at Westside Park and Southwest Park in Lakeland June 11th through the 12th. Um, and then the GSA Sunshine Classic, the Global Sports Alliance, uh, an event June 11th and the 12th, um, youth baseball at Diamondplex in Winter Haven. So all that and more, you can see all those events uh, that are coming to the county. Uh, and want more information about sports and events in Polk County, log on to www.centralfloridasports.com and visit centralflorida.org. Uh, or give us a call at 863-551-4750. For Jenna, for Mark, Eric, and Ryan, missing Ryan Buckley. Uh, it's been a great one. Have a great rest of your night, and we'll see you next week.